Recording started. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable Podcast. This is podcast number 574. My name is Eric Nelson, and with me today, I have my alternate co-host, Corey Romero. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. Corey Romero, welcome back to the show. Excited about VMworld. How are you doing out there in Utah? I'm doing great. Utah weather is still the same. Warm, rainy, cold, all over the place. Excited nice. for uh, VMworld. I can't believe it's next week. Um, so just trying to wrap everything up. Uh, otherwise, everything's great. How's uh, how's the weather in California and uh, the color of the bay? Uh, well, let me tell you, it is beautiful in California now. It is the perfect weather. It's in the 70s. The fire season has uh, kind of... Uh, gone away we got some rain up in the sierra nevadas that's good and it's a beautiful 72 degree day so this is the sweet spot i'm excited to come into october with halloween coming up and uh, the pandemic's still floating around but i think slowly getting better so it's, it's good to be here good to be alive good to be breathing and we're just you know several days away from vm world so we thought today we'd have the community team come in the social media and community team because we've got tommy berry with us as well uh to talk about survival guide for for VMworld. So um, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But uh, Corey, just uh, let's just chat for a second. So the dates for VMworld is it's next week and it is uh, happening next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and a little bit maybe of Thursday, depending on what time zone you're in. And we go from US to uh, APJ, uh, Asia Pacific to EMEA. And uh, that's going to be running. We got stuff running all the way from, from the 5th through the 7th, I think is the three days that are going to be happening. But most everybody will get the two days. Um, so excited about next week. Um, Corey, I know you're going to be doing Doing v experts and we'll talk a little bit about what the what v expert what's happening for v experts um anything they should need to know before before the show as far as news goes or we'll just get into talking to tommy berry about survival with social media uh but before we do that anything else Corey? you know nothing in the news um everything that's just goes out for the v expert party has already been sent out to the v experts a couple times um other than that i don't really have anything else um, they're just getting warmed up and ready for VMworld. Uh, is the voting for the awards for the V expert stuff? Is that is that closed now, or do you? Do, do, that you closes guys... on Friday. So uh, yeah, so we're doing it this week. We're uh, voting for everybody who submitted, who self nominated for all of the awards for VMworld and uh, the V expert celebration party. Um, so yeah, that's going to wrap up Friday, and then I'm going to take uh, probably Friday evening and dedupe all of the data and uh, consolidate that, figure out who won, and get everything ready for uh, the 5th and the, and the 6th. Nice, nice. And I know that uh, we did get the PO done for the VExpert store on Brandvia, so I think that uh, that should be happening as well. So I'm excited about that. Uh, we'll be able to Shout out away. To, to Gabby. Was it this way? Yeah, that way. <laughs> Gabby, we got Gabby on, right? <laughs> yep. All right. With that, we'll get to the show again. VM World Survival Guide. So we thought we would go through kind of and talk about the programs that are happening for for you know you know everybody on the show. And we got Tommy Berry here first, so we'll talk to Tommy Berry. Uh, and Tommy Berry puts together a social media kit. So Tommy, we always do this on Community Podcasts. Tell us, tell me a little bit. Of who are you? How long have you been at VMware? And what do you do at VMware? And what is your career arc? And you got like one and a half minutes to tell us who you are. 
All right. One and a half minutes might be too long, actually. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on this podcast, actually. I think it's probably been three or four years. Uh, the social media people, we tend to to lurk in stealth mode. We don't really come onto the podcast too much anymore. But uh, yeah, I'm the social media manager uh, at VMware. I've been here since 2015 and have attended every VMworld, including US and Europe since 2015, with the exception of VMworld 2016 Europe. Um, so again, I do a lot of the be behind the scenes work. Honestly, a lot of what I'm focused on is around the news load and the general sessions, uh, just promoting all the activities our team is doing on social media. Um, so that, that's mostly what I'm focused on um, these days. I actually got a first look at the VMworld 2021 um, general session and the showcase keynotes yesterday and today. And I know there's a pretty interesting payload or news load um, coming up this year. So just excited and ready. Hopefully this is our last year of doing virtual as great as it is to be able to stay at home. We're really excited to be able to see everyone in person again, hopefully next year. Right, right. It is true. So survival guide for, you know, social media. Um, how has things changed with regards to like getting people engaged on social? I mean, there is, yeah. you're doing keynotes, you're slicing up keynotes and pe people can retweet keynotes when you build your social media packet. Uh, and I know you deliver that to a lot of people inside of VMware. What does that look like? And what can we share with uh, listeners around what they could be doing to, you know, pay attention to social highlight things that are important to, to, you know, to get the word out on social. The reality is no one's traveling. I'm not getting the tweets saying, yeah. Hey, I'm landing in Barcelona. Here I am. You know, like I'm in the hotel. I'm at i uh, I'm at a, a V volleyball game. So yeah. what can people do? What's the survival guide for social media these days? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it. It is uh, definitely a little more difficult, really. The the fun in social is being social, seeing people in person, a lot of the engagement. Um, we have a lot of fun, you know, seeing on social media is when people, like you said, are, are traveling to the conference, they're seeing friends. Um, you know, people talk about that hallway track all the time where the value of the conference really is just seeing people, meeting people, taking selfies with them, coming meet us at the booth. And that's really the meat of what we're trying to encourage on social media. Um, so, you know, it sucks that we're kind of have to shift to 100% virtual, but that being said, you know, the ways to stay connected on social remain the same. Um, you know, we want to see your, you know, your selfies, uh, you know, you can take a picture kind of in your home office, you can share images and your experiences attending sessions and kind of your thoughts of the announcements. Um, I know there's a lot more going on this uh, year in terms of online engagement, like with the Slack channel. Um, our team will also be popping into different um, session chats and awarding people for their engagement and their participation. So we still want to see that, um, you know, include hashtag VMworld in all of your social media posts if you want to be seen. Um, that way we can retweet you and engage with you and reply to your, your tweets and your online comments. Um, you definitely want to follow the core VMware account um, for all of the news. Like I said, most of what I'll be focusing on is kind of that news load, the general session. So for most of the high level um, kind of things you need to know for VMworld, you'll want to follow the, the VMware corporate accounts. Um, and then also you definitely want to follow the VMworld social media channels, of course. And that's going to be uh, more kind of like the, the fun, lighthearted stuff. 
Um, so Mia, she's uh, on board. This is her second year running those accounts. And so she'll be doing a lot of fun kind of digital engagements through those channels. So if you want to connect with us, you want to be seen, you want to follow those two accounts and you want to use hashtag VMworld. So back to the videos, you're slicing up keynotes into snippets. You're going to be publishing those. Where do those get published? Those get published on the you know VMware Twitter account, VMware LinkedIn account, that kind of stuff? Pretty, pretty much everywhere, yeah. We're going to be pushing them out on Twitter. So those will come from VMware and VMworld. We'll also be pushing them on Facebook, on YouTube, and on LinkedIn. So if for whatever reason you can't catch the general session, obviously we would love for you to register and tune into the general session live. But if you can't do that, you just want to see kind of the the key snippets or the main announcements or kind of the, the top things you need to know, then just follow us on social media and we'll be able to provide those to you. Right. So ideally you should be on general session, right? Watching it yeah. on your monitor, right? It's registered for the show, which probably if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already registered, yeah. you're ready for the show. So then this is about get your phone out, right? Follow VMware, right? Watch for the snippets, right? And then, you know, retweet them, right? Right. That, that would be it. Yeah. Or put your comments in, tell us what you think about it, right? Let's have some conversation about that. And then obviously there's the, the conversations that are happening uh, in Slack and on the conversation. I think they're going to have a place where you can talk during sessions, right? So you kind of almost have this three places that you can be engaged with, right? One is uh, in the chat for the individual session. Second is you can go join the Slack channels, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and then third is on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, just tweeting about it and engaging with people that are having conversations there, or at least sharing out what you think is important, what you're excited about, right? Exactly. I mean, again, it, it'll be everywhere. It might be hard to even escape because there's also going to be a, a ton of blog coverage, you know, not only corporate blogs, but I know a ton of our community members are probably going to um, write up their take on all the announcements and the updates. Um, again, I have at this point uh, watched the first draft of the general session and the showcase Cheater. keynotes. And um, I would Cheater. say it's, it's pretty impressive news this year. There's uh, a lot of enhancements. I know yesterday there was um, the update three to vSphere and vSAN 7. So I think a lot of people are probably already pretty excited about that. Um, but there's a lot of momentum for sure going into next week. And I think everyone will be pretty excited. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, everybody that you're, if you're out listening, make sure your social accounts, you've logged into them recently, right? Make sure you can tweet stuff out. Um, for dynamic signal, we aren't, we aren't going to talk to Noel about dynamic signal here, but also if you're a V expert, you've probably gotten an uh, invite to dynamic signal where you can get, uh, content streamed on a mobile app. Uh, the mobile app, uh, what's the mobile app called Tommy? It's, uh, uh, where do you get, what do oh, you get on? Uh, the voice storm. Voice, voice storm, storm yeah. right. So if you're using voice storm with as part of advocacy, you will have yeah. streams there. You can already see content there. You can tweet it out there as well. Uh, but there is some practice around getting nimble at watching stuff and being on social on your phone, tweeting things out. Also, you can do it obviously on your laptop. So I guess you can have that. Uh, and then for people that are really interested, you got like a Hootsuite, right? You could actually spin up Hootsuite and have a wall of, uh, of social channels dribbling down your screen like Matrix and kind of watch yep. for things that are interesting and just uh, you know tweet and give us comments, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what me and I will be doing. I mean, we're, we still have the social command set, center running. It's just going to be at home. We have TweetDeck. I know a lot of people are familiar with that. So, um, I mean, 
Definitely, I know it's going to be online, but again, like we encourage you to be an active participate in social media. A lot of us are going to be sitting at home for about 48 straight hours, you know, behind our computer screen. So uh, we definitely still want to see you online. Again, hashtags to use, I would recommend there's hashtag VMworld. Uh, if you're going to be doing any of the hands on labs, you could do hashtag VMworld HOL. Um, a lot of people are familiar with the VMworld three word. That's kind of like the three word creative, uh, funny tweets um, that people have used in the past. And then VMworld Selfie, of course, hashtag VMworld Selfie. So still stay engaged. We're all going to be behind our computer screens for 48 straight hours. So uh, you're not alone. We encourage you setting up that kind of social media command center um, at home. All right. Great. Well, Tommy Barry, last thing before we let you go, I know you got a lot of stuff going on. Thanks for dropping into the show. Um, keynotes. How many keynotes are there? So there's going to be three showcase keynotes. Uh, there's one for apps, one for cloud, and then one for anywhere workspace. And so the general session is going to be the initial one, obviously, where we announce everything, but it's a little more at a high level, and that's going to be uh, Ragu and uh, Sumit. But then uh, the showcase keynotes is where they're going to kind of deep dive further into everything announced during the general session. Nice. Uh... All right. Well, with that, thank you, Tommy Berry, for being here. And I think I'll flip over to Corey Romero, but only because I like to let Corey Romero go as well. Uh, so, uh, Corey, you got the V Expert Party. Uh, that's happening. Um, why don't we talk a little logistics around when the party is so that people can't miss that? And, uh, and then we'll let you go as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, before we do that, I have a question about uh, the Slack channels. Now, I, I assume once VMworld kicks off, that we're going to have the Slack channels just right there on the right there on the site. Is that right? So I honestly don't know when they'll start. I'm hoping it might be maybe Monday, but I'm thinking, yeah, right when the show starts is when they'll open it up to attendees. Awesome. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that people know how to find that. But yeah, so uh, VExpert Party. Um, so VExpert Party. So the one for the U.S. actually Americas um, is going to be 4 p.m. Actually, sorry. I'm looking at mountain time, 3 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to run for an hour and a half. Now, the hour and a half is just for the awards. Uh, we can go over an hour and a half. Uh, I'm going to be online for quite a while. Um, like like Tommy and Eric said, you know, we're going to be up for 48 hours. I'm uh, going to be up quite a bit, so I'm going to have a little bit of naps in between. And the EMEA um, VM, VM World Celebration Party for V-Experts will be uh, 8, 7 a.m., and that's going to be on the sixth, and that's always also going to run for an hour and a half. And we'll uh, reannounce the awards there as well. And not even, not only the awards that we have, we've got some some special categories which I can't mention because if I mention them, um, it's going to give away exactly who's in those categories, and they're really really cool categories. So um, you know, if you if you're one of the one of the top participants, I'll just say that of the V Expert um, program in Slack and various places, you're probably going to want to make sure you join. Um, join the, the the event that we're doing. Um, not only that, we've got uh, I think we've got 85 other gifts to just randomly give away between the two the two events. Um, so and those are going to go last. So those are going to go after the awards. Um, so if you you know didn't win an award, you've got a chance to win a really really cool gift that we've set aside um, that we've went went out and purchased for all of the V experts. Um, not all of the V experts, but the V experts that we can give away to. Um, so really excited about it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Um, should be fun. Uh, I love giving things away. I love seeing everybody uh, engaging with everybody. Everybody gets to see you. Everybody gets to say, "Wow, you guys look one year older." Oh, 
<laughs> so, things. Uh, but but ex excited about it for sure right and it's great to see everybody and engage with them um and obviously you know uh, the experts are always giving to us it's finally you know the ability yes. to give back uh and then i think the give back is also going to include shipping so that uh, in yes. previous years we've had you have to come in and then it costs you like 25 dollars if you're somewhere far away to get get your gifts so that should also be good so excited about that um do we ever get any guests do we ever get anybody to come i know you asked but i'm not sure anybody ever responded. yeah no we didn't right no. yeah well, there you go. Pack Elsinger has uh, has drifted away, so we'll see when Ragu can engage with us. Right, you know, sooner or later we'll get him back. I'm sure. Right. So, yes. all right. Uh, thanks a lot, Corey. And feel free to hang out if you want to. Uh, I will. I will transition to Jenny. Jenny, I know most people know who you are, a VMTN community manager, and all things good with V Brown Bag and all that. So you get a minute to uh, tell us who you are again, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about Slack first, right? Because like there's a lot going on with Slack, and people have the conversation about, all right, we're going to have Slack channels. You're going to be able to go in and engage with somebody. There's also Ask Me Anything that's going to be running a couple times, yeah. um, and then we got this whole VMworld US and and Europe. So let's start. You get a minute, tell us who you are, and then we'll we'll start hitting some of these topics. All right. Well, like Tommy said, a minute might be a little too much, but um, I'm Jenny. I manage VMTN. Um, I've been at VMware now about three years, a little bit over. Um, so this is my third year doing um, VMware, or sorry, VMworld. Um, second year online, obviously, a little bit more organized this time. So I was able to, you know, get stuff uh, more exciting stuff for the attendees this year that are in the community. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to start talking about VMworld, Eric, if you want to get started right. on Slack. All right. So, so last year we did discord, right? We were over on discord engaging with uh, this, uh, orbital jigsaw guys, uh, this year we've created Slack as an embedded part of VMworld. Uh, so I know there's more than one Slack channel. Maybe there's two or three. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, what does it mean for people that haven't heard about Slack? Why don't you give us a little overview of what they're doing with Slack? Yeah. So VMworld as a whole has the um, Slack workspace. And a lot of, I think all of the tracks are going to have their own Slack channel. Um, we have our own channel. VMug is also going to have their own channel. And I think maybe a few others. So um, specifically for the VMware community channel, um, like Eric mentioned, we are planning on having some Ask Me Anything sessions, and I worked with Corey to get some of the experts to volunteer. Um, and Corey, rem uh, remind me, they are the 10-year-plus the experts, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah. So if y'all are, you know, wanting to ask any questions to long-term the uh, experts, we have uh, one session per region. So we'll have three to five the experts per session. Um, I Definitely, we'll start promoting those. Just got everything scheduled with the, those uh, people that are going to be speaking for y'all uh, today. So, going to start promoting that later this week, and maybe you'll be able to attend one of those. I did want to add that it's not just going to be in Slack, so it's not just going to be a text conversation. Another implementation that we're able to do this year is add what's called VMware Talk, and that's going to be um, linked on our Slack channel. So you'll be sent to another page that's gonna allow everyone to actually speak to each other. So I think it's up to 100 attendees per, um, per VMware talk channel 
Um, so yeah, once we get that going, um, we'll be able to be able to actually talk to people in the Ask Me Anything session. Nice. So, um, Corey, back to Slack channels. First, I should just say over overview of Slack. If you've never used Slack, go to slack.com and uh, it's a you can set up a free account and then you can come and join uh, various Slack channels, right? And there will be a link to Slack channel when you sign up for VMworld. How do I find the Slack URL or channel that I need to join once I've set up my Slack account? And just before I go there, you the Slack is a mobile app. It's also a uh, Windows or a Mac app, and it's there's also a web app, so you can get at it in either app form or web page form uh, at Slack.com. Uh, I would recommend you go install the um, the the application. Right, so it's, it's, it's compiled a little bit better, and then once you're there, you create your account, login. Then how do I go find what I need to follow, Jen? So it's going to be, I think, vmworld2021.slack.com. It's not yet open to attendees, so I, I think they'll get some type of notification. But if you do go into your profile, if you've already registered, um, there'll be an option for you to participate in Talk and Slack. Um, I think those are just going to be a communications. You have to kind of check off that you agree to, to be a part of those things. Um, and I think... Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't gotten a you know confirmed time of when it will be available to attendees, but um, I guess to play it safe, probably just when the show starts. Great, that, that makes sense, Corey. I know you guys um, are also on Slack, um, so uh, are you guys? I assume you're going to have some conversation on your on the own VX uh, the the expert channel as well. Yeah, we always do. I, I think the V expert channel on Slack is 24 hours. Right. It's, it's like it's like a 7-Eleven. It's just consistently going all the time. So, yes, we will have conversations there as well. All right. Good. So, yeah, if you haven't been to Slack yet, get Slack, uh, the expert channel, the mug channel, uh, community channel, VM world channel, uh, the, your places to it, places to say hello to everybody. Uh, yeah. Is there a ways to find people? Like, how do I find Eric, for instance? I guess there's there's not really a search. Is there a search for users? Uh, I'm not sure how it will work for searching users. Um, I don't know, Kripa, Corey, if y'all are more experienced there, if that's an op option. I guess people just have to say hello. And if people say hello, you'll see them in the stream and then you can say them back. I think when you join a Slack channel, it actually tells you your username and says Eric has mm -hmm. joined. So you should yep. be able to watch and see people joining when they join. So if you happen to see somebody, that's how you can do a, a point of presence to see who's actually there. Uh, yeah. And then otherwise, I'm not sure how you go search. You know, I think you can just put the at symbol and then type the person's name. And as long as they're registered for the VMworld workspace, then you should be able to, to mention them. Yeah, so it, there's two different ways you can search. You can search by username. You can also search by real name. Um, in, the, in the web app, I use the web app. Um, in the web app, um, at the very top, there's just a search bar. You just plug in Eric Nielsen, Corey Romero, uh, whoever, whoever you're looking for, um, and you'll find them. Yeah, and just to add on to that, even if you go into a thread and you do the at, you can type in either their username or their real name, and either one will show up. Yeah. Perfect, easy enough. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, uh, yeah, and so on top of the, that activity, that's kind of one of our bigger ones for Slack, we also are going to have a freestyle rapper who is from England. He's based in, out of LA now. His name is Chris Turner, so he's going to be popping in 
to the uh, VMware talk part of Slack uh, three times throughout the show. So I've been promoting that a little bit on the VMTN Twitter. Um, I'll keep promoting that. And now that we have the times nailed down that he's going to be coming in, I'm happy to start promoting the actual times so people can get in and hear that. Yeah, and one other thing about Slack, um, so if you go to vmworld.com, you log in and you go to your profile, there's an area called attendee network opt-in. Now, if you go to that and you check yes, um, you'll be opted into the chat um, for Slack for participating in those conversations. You can also upload a photo of yourself. Now, I don't know exactly what that does. Maybe that integrates with Slack somehow, um, but make sure that you go in and change those settings uh, to yes if you want to participate in the Slack channels. Yep, thanks, Corey. All right, so Kripa also will just, as long as we're on Slack for another minute, um, you guys have code on Slack as well, right? So that, that's the other channel. So now we have four Slack channels that you should probably go drive by. I don't think there's a way to actually look at them all at the same time, right? I think you either are on one or you're on another or you're on another, but you you, you know you can't really bounce. And I'm not even sure you can have multiple web pages up and be on different channels. So I think you have to choose where you're gonna hang out and then you can bounce around. So if you're actually on the Slack desktop app, it'll show you the workspaces that you're part of on the left-hand side. So you could just really quickly bounce back between two. I usually, during the day, in between the VMware Code Slack and the VMware Corporate Slack. So it's really easy to switch between the two as long as you're logged into each of them. Yeah, the web app does that as well, too, both. Yeah, right. And I'm looking at chat and Tony and Graham are mentioning how many monitors do you actually want to have up and running, you know, while you're while you're watching VMworld. I know I've got three these days. Um, so I am I am ready to for that. And uh, people ask me, you know, is my grill ready? Um, I will have my grill ready and we can, you know, we can do some barbecue if you happen to be around in the Bay Area, you know, I should just do that. Come on over. You can drink some Red Bulls with me and stay up 24 by 7 in my living room and and hang out and uh, I'd be perfectly happy with that. You got to might have to show me your Vax card before I'll let you into my house. But other than that, uh, my, my life is an open book here. So there you go. That's what's on chat. Uh, so, OK, so you can bounce from channel to channel. I know I use the I use the app, so I see all my channels. I don't go as much as I want, but having that third monitor with all your chat channels, I think would be a good idea, right? Because uh, again, we're going to have social media. You have Hootsuite running uh, or TweetDeck running or whatever your favorite social aggregation tool is. You can have that running. You can have Slack running, and then you can have actually the sessions themselves on your main screen or on your third screen. So I think it's a minimum of three screen kind of environment. Right. Like unless you've got one of those big, you know, 8K monitors that wrap all the way around and then you have like a whatever 4000 pixel wide kind of environment that you can watch. I guess that would work. as well. But I still have another monitor out there running. Uh, OK, so, Jen, moving on from Slack uh, via V Brown Bag and sessions that are happening. I know I've been looking, I've been getting inviting. We're each one of us are going to be on. There are going to be two community members on every single V Brown Bag session in the chat saying hello. And also, I think we're kicking off the uh, the sessions. How many sessions are there? Alistair Cook and crew have recorded them already. I know Tony Foster's gotten his in. Give us a yep. rundown. Yeah. So total, there are almost sixty sessions. Um, those are kind of going to go throughout all three regions as well. So going to be very busy for the three days of VMworld. And like you said, uh, we have two members from our team who are going to be staffing each session. 
Um, I did, uh, like you said, you started getting the invites. I started sending out Zoom links to all the speakers today, um, getting a lot of responses back that they're all going to be in chat. Um, like like you mentioned, you know, um, Alistair and team got everything recorded. Um, thanks, Jeffrey. He's going to be, uh, he's been assisting us. Um, and so we'll have some speakers in chat and they'll be able to answer all questions that come in. Um, and if, if not, you know, we'll be able to route your questions to them afterwards. Great, great. So uh, if I'm in Content Catalog and I want to see all the VMTN sessions and kind of cruising that, what's cool about the VMTN sessions is that, like we say, a lot of the speakers are going to be in chat saying hello. Obviously, they're community sessions recorded by community members. That's why they're interesting. Um, what's the, what are the, are they named? Like I know code sessions are all CODE, et cetera. What are we doing with regards to VMTN v brown bag sessions? So yeah, all of the tech talks are going to be labeled VMTN at the beginning and then they're, you know, specified number. So it's pretty easy to find. Easy to find, go register, get, uh, get your stuff built up. What else do we need to share uh, with regards to community? Hmm, they're gonna be there. Don't know if they're gonna be in, I know that we're gonna be running some broadcasts in chat, right? So, so some of the uh, announcements we're gonna be talking to in chat. I know that we got some of those pre-scheduled. Uh, anything else? And I know that we're monitoring all the Slack channels uh, as well, mm -hmm. doing that. So what else is there? Anything else? So one more, oh, one more thing in Slack actually is that we will have some trivia going on throughout each day and you'll get the opportunity to win some prizes. Um, so definitely stay on the lookout for those trivia questions. They're going to be community related, um, maybe past VMworld related. So just, you know, be sure to look out for those trivia questions. And then we've got the that's exactly what I was going to ask about. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and then yeah. we we have the store that will auto deliver. If you do win something, we auto deliver. And I just got to say, thanks, guys, for putting this all together. I think the big difference from us from last year is that last year we kind of promoted sign up and come watch. Right. This year we've been sign up and come engage, right? We're going to yeah. have stuff to do. And uh, we should mention that, you know, we do have, uh, who's the fresh Prince of Bel-Air guy that's going to be doing an interview with us? Not us. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will, oh yeah, Will Smith. Will that's Smith. the guy, right? Okay. So we got Will Smith that's going to be there. We got Michael J. Fox that's going to be doing that. Uh, we got the, the cameos that were recorded. It's fun to watch. Like there's just a lot of stuff that we're doing this year to engage with people versus last year was just kind of come watch the sessions, say hello. Maybe you were over on discord. So this year the event team, I think, and with all of us have spent a lot of time getting people to reg, but also getting people to sign up for sessions, engage with people, have content. So it is actually kind of fun to come in and say hello. And I know we're going to be in all be accessible throughout the, the two and a half days. So uh, that that actually should be should be slightly different than uh, previous years. At least I'm hoping so, right? Uh, and I know that I've yeah. got my cans of Red Bull out ready to go so that uh, it'll, it'll kind of feel that way, right? All right, so it'll be uh, 12.38, cool. We'll go to Crippa and Gabby to kind of, you know, now the cleanup batters come. And if you're interested in automating at all, which everybody that's listening to this podcast probably has automated using PowerShell along the way. Um, so Crippa and Gabby will do the, you get a minute each to tell us, or a minute and a half, tell us uh, who you are and what you do at VMware and how, what have, where have you been in your career? Um, sure, I'll kick it off. 
I could probably talk for forever. This is probably the longest I've gone without talking. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Kripa. I manage the VMware Code community. I have been doing so for the last three years full time. I actually started at VMware working for Eric when I was an intern back in college. I was 18 years old and now I'm 25. It's been a long journey with VMware, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Nice. Well, I'll jump in. Uh, I'm Gabby Darza, uh, a recent hire, uh, just joined the team this year. So it's going to be my first VMworld ever. So I'm pretty excited. I'm currently a social media and community marketer. Uh, I interned for Cisco last year. So I have a little bit more understanding of like working in tech. Uh, but I'm super excited to learn from the rest of the people on this team and see how this current VMworld is going to um, kick off. Because as Eric mentioned, the engagement has been really really awesome to see within the community and so i'm excited to see it within the two days two to three days all right so Kripa, uh, uh i mentioned sessions and code uh i know there's going to be you know did you say the number of code sessions that we've got there why don't we to talk a little bit about that and the format of the code sessions yeah definitely so i don't know if anybody on the podcast got the chance to come to code connect last year but last year was the first year that vmworld went virtual and we said we decided we wanted to do something different with code so we ran our first code specific conference called Code Connect. Um, and it was an incredible experience. I got to moderate the keynote, Pat Gelsinger. We had Kit Colbert do one of our other keynotes. And all of our sessions were live. And we hosted the conference website on GitHub, which is amazing because all of our speakers were able to contribute to our repositories after the fact. So we didn't have to go somewhere else in order to get that information. It was all in one place. And it was a really successful event. So this year, VMworld team actually asked us to run Code Connect during VMworld, which is great for everyone because if you sign up for VMworld, you automatically get free access to all of the Code Connect sessions. And the huge differentiator with Code is everything is live. We have 35 live code sessions that will be running um, between October 5th and 6th next year, next week. Uh, if you go on to Content Catalog and you search just capital C-O-D-E, all 35 of those sessions will pop up. Um, and we're really excited. There's some live coding sessions. I know Kyle Reddy is running one on Terraform. Um, William Lem and Michael Gash are running one on Viba. And I know Viba has been really hot right now. So it's a lot of great learning opportunities definitely throughout the conference. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, so again, all the sessions. Hackathon, Gabby, are we are we doing a, a, happy, happy, a hackathon this year? Did anybody sign up? I know I signed up, but I don't think I've hacked on any code yet. Like, it's already here. Yeah, the hackathon is happening, and it's currently running. We have five teams have signed up. Eric, we're in one together, so we should probably get started on that soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so far, the one that we have that I've been seeing a lot on social, and I'm really, I just want to shout you out and thank you so much for like showing us how you guys are doing the dash you pose. Uh, you guys are doing great. Um, the hackathon is going to be at 5 p.m. on October 5th. Uh, there's going to be a Zoom link. Anyone can register and watch, and you can see all the cool projects that they're going to be, that they worked on for the past month. Um, and as always, with any competition comes a prize. So if you are part of the hackathon, watch out for that too. Yeah, and just to also give a shout, quick shout out to our code coaches. They've been super involved in Code Connect this year, both with moderating the hackathon Slack and just really being engaged with the different teams and giving advice. And also almost all of them are giving sessions. So a lot of subject matter experts giving code talks this year. And I really hope that you guys come and see it. And just another note about the sessions, we're running them two days and we're gonna have two tracks, a more Kubernetes focused track and an IT automation track. So you can look through our agenda and our calendar and I'll, I'll drop in the in the chat on YouTube our conference link 
and you can see all of our individual sessions, speaker information, all of that good stuff. And remember to add them to your calendar and your content catalog. So when I'm watching a code session, because all of the code sessions are live, they're not pre-recorded. Uh, I should be able to ask questions, right, in chat, right? Um, oh yeah. I, do I get to actually yeah. turn my camera on and uh, and and see people well, during the during the session? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Just like how uh, for the community sessions, we're going to have community members moderating our team moderating for code. We're also all moderating the sessions. And so if you have any questions that come up. We will definitely turn your camera on. You can interact directly with the speaker. We want it to be more informal. Code is all about getting together and learning from each other and networking and meeting people that have a similar interest as you. And we've tried to really foster that within our code community in the last few years, just with the hackathon and the power sessions that we run. And the conference is going to be no different. We really just want to engage people as best as we can. So um, GitHub. I know that in the previous last year, we tried to get the speakers to upload code onto GitHub. Uh, and, and I know that we build a GitHub uh, site for the conference so that you can go to the GitHub site, you can see the conference, see all the session speakers, and then their mm -hmm. GitHub links are in each one of the sessions so that you can go there. Do we think these, uh, these speakers are going to actually put code places for people to uh, engage with the projects that they're speaking about? Yeah, we've actually already had a couple of speakers reach out and ask for access to our repositories. Um, last year, we had about 14 of our 40 speakers go in and add their code and their PowerPoints after the conference ended. I think we're probably going to format the same way this year, um, just since the site is live and very easy to make changes on. We're going to wait till the conference is over, give all of our speakers access, and then anybody who attended our sessions, we're sending out surveys after it's over, and we will add a link to the repository so you can go in and check out all the things that have been uploaded. Right. Because for me, there's there's two places. There's a, well, there used to be one place. Code.vamra.com has a sharing mechanism, right? What's the name of the, the, the tool that we use to share? Sample exchange. Sample exchange. Thank you. So we have sample exchange that you can go. And it's a really nice place to share things that you've written. So a lot of PowerShell stuff gets shared there, right? Uh, by and large, I think it's 80% PowerShell and then some API-driven stuff, Python, but mostly PowerShell. But as people started, you know, working, most people are putting their project, their code in GitHub, right? Then you have a public, yeah, I'm like, I have my GitHub, but then I can share it with people. And then you can go sit and look at their code as they work on it. In fact, you could actually help them build out a piece of functionality to their code, right? If, the, mm -hmm. if they, you know, you ask them, they invite you to their project, away you go. And so I think this is transitioning from, going to sample exchange and you know going and grabbing somebody's published code to learning where they are on github and being part of their project right like i think there's exactly. a transition there and by us exposing the github projects to a lot of this this allows this forms kind of like a community on github where you can actually see all the places where you know people are writing code and sharing code which i think is you know is a better way actually of getting up front on things that people are working on where i used to write powershell i build i used to write just scripts i'd build my script and then eventually i had it done and i would publish it and then you got to use it and then you could hack on it yourself and then send it back to me where now with github everybody can join that project be part of it and kind of help me along my journey as i'm working on a piece of code do we know if uh the hackathon guys are going to also share some of their stuff on github 
we were actually going to add a hackathon folder within the GitHub, um, the same way that we have all of our session folders. We have a tab specific for hackathon where people can upload content. And I do, uh, just echoing off of what you're saying with the GitHub, it's been awesome. Last year when we ran the sessions, we, I had some people come up to me afterwards after the conference and say they downloaded some of the repositories that were uploaded by speakers and they were working on their own extensions of projects. So it's a really good way to get hands-on learning and not have to build something completely from scratch because there's that foundation that's been built already. Right, right. Well, all right. So you guys have uh, been fairly busy. All of you have been busy. Um, I'll, I'll go around each with each one of you and ask one of my favorite questions. So Jenny, what keeps you up at night? What are you worried about uh, for VMworld? And uh, is there any way community can help you? <laughs> Um, I would just say uh, sessions staffing and having them back to back is a little bit, you know, keeping me up at night. But um, last year it went really well. I was able to be prepared. I think just a very small few of Kripa sessions last year were, with code were pre-recorded, So it prepared me to be able to know how to run these. Um, so feeling a little bit more confident. But yeah, that's probably the main thing. Have you gotten any, uh, what keeps me up at night with, with regard to your stuff is how many people actually show up and watch this stuff? So have you guys gotten any feedback on, uh, you know, are people signing up? I checked Rain Focus today for our sessions, uh, which is the tool that the events team uses for all of them. And they seem to be uh, registered pretty highly already. So uh, definitely glad to to hear that. I think our uh, I think our attendance or like the cap that we had last year was a lot smaller. So a lot more people are able to sign up this year and definitely seeing the numbers there. So that's good. Yeah. Okay, great, great. Corey, I'm going to jump over to you because I know Kripa thinks I'm going to go to her, but I'll go to you, Corey. <laughs> so, Corey. Kripa's all ready. Yeah. She's like leaning into the camera. Yeah, the she's, like, she's like, she's there. So, Corey, what keeps you up at night? How can the community help? You know, um, what keeps me up, at, what's been keeping me up at night is just the, the amount of data and information that needs to come into me for the V experts and go out to the V experts, right? But getting the forms set up. That was really a challenge, and I was literally up half half of one night over the forms. And the reason is, is it's hard to find a form that can handle the amount of data, right? So how do you how do you put twenty two hundred V expert names into a drop down menu into a form that will do it? So you know, literally sat up one night just researching all these forms, paid and free, on how to get this data out. Um, so that's been really keeping me up at night. Um, most of the stuff is all taken care of now. Um, you know, just a little bit of late night thought of, oh, got to make sure I get my stuff done on Friday by Friday night. So I've got it ready by next week um, for all the awards. Uh, but other than that, I, I think uh, I think I'm pretty good. I think we're you know, I think we're doing really, really well and, and on track. Yeah. What keeps me up at night for for you, you know, because I worry about you and I worry <laughs> about your sanity and uh, how much Battlefront you're playing, you know, all night long. Right. Then and then have to work all day, too, is is. Uh, is there a way to scale the party to make it feel like I can see people, right? Because, you know, we have 2000 V experts, right? And even a good V expert party has 300 people in it. And when you're talking about a party on zoom, right? Like, 
yeah, you know, how do we how do we engage with people and make them feel special and make them acknowledge that they're there and say hello to them and then get them there at the same time. So uh, I know I, I worry about that. Uh, maybe the prizes. I guess I got to ask you, like, so what is the uh, what is your favorite prize that you're going to be giving away that if you could win that surfboard, you would like to win it? What, what do you what, what is your favorite? My favorite prize would probably be the Yeti Mike. Interesting. The Yeti, the Yeti Mike. I don't have a Yeti Mike. Could I win the Yeti Mike? I got some, nope. I got a nope. Yeti Mike that's silver. I want the There's VMware. already a winner pre-selected for the Yeti Mike already. Oh, so I'm not going to say who it is. They not going to say the category. The not going to say what it is, but uh, it's going to someone really special. It's done a lot of work in the community. Ah, nice. All right, there you go. Could be you. Yeah. Could be you. Eric. You never know. Prearranged winners. I don't think I qualify to win anything. Like I want to win it all. I told Corey, I want you to get up and just keep announcing Eric Nielsen winner. Eric Nielsen winner. Eric Nielsen winner. I'll bring my pickup. Truck. I did put. I now I did put this podcast in the list. If it wins, I'm just going to not say it won. Yeah, don't say it won. <laughs> oh, Eric, sorry. Sorry, Eric. You came in sixth place. Yeah. There's only five, yeah, five awards five, in this category. Five, right. You don't get one. Right. Hey, great. Well, excited about that. Uh, so now we'll go to Kripa and Gabby. So, Kripa, what keeps you up at night besides, uh, you know, New York traffic? Honestly, it's the fact that our sessions are live. I had this fear last year, too, and thankfully nothing happened. But having a speaker not show up for their session and then having to entertain a hundred people on my own. That is my biggest fear. My, <laughs> my biggest, <laughs> my biggest fear for you, Kripa, is that I don't have enough desktops spun up that I can go log in and make it look like some people <laughs> showed up to that, you know, 5 PM Friday evening session. I don't know why we did that. Right. Like where, where there's only six people there. So I get, I log into my phone. I log into my iPad. I got three desktops. I log into all those. I run VMs and log in other ones. So it looks like there's 20 people watching the session when in fact Friday at 5 p.m. there were only four people that would stayed that late so I think we don't really have that problem this year because we we're not off schedule for the for the event last year we ran the code connect after the VMworld ended right like yeah on Thursday and, and Friday I think the good news with this year is that there's 35 sessions and already there's over 4,000 people signed up for those total so the the numbers are tracking really well and it's nice to see, be able to see that this year on content catalog versus last year we couldn't. So we have a better expectation as yeah. to what to expect. Yeah, I like that it's it's the, the Code Connect is integrated into VMware, VMworld this year, right? So like that. Uh, Gabby, um, you're working on stuff. I assume Hackathon, whatever. What are you worried about? What keeps you up? I have to echo what Kripa said, just because uh, it's my first VMworld. So I I'm coming into this with just the experience that you guys have shared on to me. So uh, seeing it all happen live, like seeing the amount of numbers that like start shuffling into the Zoom room is definitely going to give me a little bit of like excite an excitement factor, but also like an anxiety factor as well, making sure that they're happy and engaged. Um, and then uh, this is the couple what Jenny's doing for the Slack. Like one, one of the things that I want to make sure and like, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot is how do we make sure that the people who join the Slack or join these groups will be engaged? So we're doing our best to make sure that we do all the prep work so that on the day of, we aren't as nervous, we get as much sleep because we know we're gonna lose it in the next few days. So um, 
yeah, I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, nothing keeps me awake for you, Gabby, because you're just a little bundle of en energy, right? You're gonna bounce all <laughs> over the place. It's like it's like an electric atom that's trying to jump levels, right? You're just electrons. Just, we're right, zooming right, all right. You're zooming all over the place. So, uh, all in all, I think we are all a little nervous because we have spent, you know months getting to this point where we've got all the sessions in i think between v brown bag and code what is that like i think there's 60 and 60 each right on both sides Pretty much 100 so, sessions, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Over, over 100 sessions that uh, will be happening almost all of them are live sessions so we're unlike the event team we're actually running these these things live so we got to go in and start them and say hello uh, there's only five of us so you know maybe six depending or seven depending i think we got to do a shout out to matt uh Lungeth, who wasn't here today that we that he's helping us run the live he's going to be on there as well as the community manager ed ed sullivan ed from, sullivan yeah Yay. from carbon black he's going to be there uh you know starting sessions and saying hello and being in chat so uh, all hands on deck to get to make it an experience that you know hopefully it'll be fun for everybody out there that's uh part of that got to do a shout out to tim davis he's uh, he joined us in chat just now and tony foster and graham uh, mitchell and everybody else who you know comes in and engages here uh, we appreciate it. It's a lot of work to spin it up and get it running, but uh, hopefully it should be fun. I'm hoping that that third monitor will be worth the investment to uh, go to Amazon, get yourself <laughs> that third monitor and, and spin it up and definitely say hello and, uh, you know, get, get yourself a case of Red Bull or whatever your favorite caffeinated drink is and, uh, you know, and, and show up and, and journey. I got to say, looking at the content this year, you know, there, there is obviously the cloud and multi-cloud and all of our traditional core products that fall into that category between vSAN and networking uh, and obviously vSphere and vMotion and uh, MapBU management, re-realize, all that stuff is a core product line that's super important to the business. I still think it's like 70% of our business runs all, all of that. But then we have uh, application development now and modern apps and Pivotal and all the things that are happening with you know running modern apps in a modern environment which is really kubernetes and uh how to just run kubernetes on vsphere and right just make that transparent uh and make it transparent across multi-cloud so i think that's all exciting uh in it and, and i'm excited about that then we have just the edge computing and security right like uh uh, I had a buddy come to me yesterday. I talk on IT to guys. I have a lot of friends in IT. And and he was like, yeah, you know, uh, buddies, uh, mine is at a company and uh, they, ran, they ran Carbon Black. And Carbon Black actually pays money uh, if you get hacked, right? Like we, we in self and we ensure part of the risk management that you have for, for security breaches. And, uh, these guys had a security breach, uh, and they had to pay ransomware, right? There, there was, a, it was a ransomware attack and, uh, they had to pay the ransom and VMware carbon black paid, uh, you know, some of that part of that ransom, right? We have a 50% or whatever that ransom needs. So like all of the security and edge computing that's out there is kind of edge is super cool. Security is super important. So if I look at all the things we as IT practitioners need to keep track of and learn now, you know, we still have to learn the core of what makes uh, your VMs run, uh, which is, you know, cloud, multi-cloud, virtualization, all of that 
this is the traditional workload that I kind of come learn at VMware, uh, VMworld. And then I now also have modern apps and Kubernetes and uh, transitioning that framework where before all I had to do is run a VM. Now I have to, you know, run application components as a, as Kubernetes Kubelet workloads or pods. So a lot of new stuff to learn there, which the industry is transitioning to. VMworld, VMware is transitioning to it. So it's one of these things that if you want to keep a job in IT, you better start learning about this stuff. So coming here and then edge and security, where things are going to be going. So it's kind of fun to go participate in some of that content. So it's going to be hard to do it all in two days. I think it's like going to a big university. There are so many things to learn. You're not going to get it all done in one day, but come engage with us. And then you can, uh, you can pick and choose what you want to watch pre the recordings. All the recordings will go be, be published. You'll get to, uh, go, Choose what you want to watch. If you find something interesting over the next uh, two, three months, you can uh, spend your Christmas bake doing a cool project. So uh, I'm jazzed. I know all you guys are jazzed. And uh, here we go. Uh, v Barbecue Report. We're at the end of the show. So uh, we will drift to V Barbecue. I did some T-bone steaks yesterday on the grill. Just put some charcoal. Half the grill had charcoal. And then I just put them on five minutes on each side. And let me tell you, uh, Costco, if you're in America, uh, Costco is our kind of our big wholesaler supplier. You get a Costco card. Uh, T-bone normally for like uh, three big T-bones, which feeds... Uh, my family right now um, would be like $75 US, right? So they're kind of expensive for a T-bone steak, but Costco had a sale for like $32 T-bone steaks. So we got them and man, there is nothing like a meal of charcoal grilled T-bone steak. Uh, just fantastic. So sometimes it's not about seasoning. Sometimes it's about really super expensive cuts of meat. Uh, cuts of meat go well. Uh, Tony Foster, I don't know if you've got anything that can beat that, but Tim Davis says Costco prime beef is my secret weapon. Killer prices for insane quality meat. I agree with that, Tim. Like uh, Costco is, it is amazing that Costco must just gets really high quality meat. Plus with the pandemic, they have rerouted some of their super great meat cuts that normally would go to restaurants. They now make available on sale prices. Um, that 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 are available in Costco, which is cuts that you can't you can't that, uh, and then of course Graham yeah. likes his <laughs> cow very dead. Sorry, folks. Like, there you go. Uh, Tony Foster. Uh, hope everything's going well on the V Barbecue front uh, over there in Kansas. Kansas always has the 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 loneliest loneliest cows out there. Don't know if you've done anything, but uh, great to see you here. I have um, here uh, Sunday. In fact, I uh, actually did a whole nice spread on the uh, grill. I did some uh, really nice marinated chicken and veggies, and it was just wonderful. Yeah, still doesn't top yours though. All right. Well, there you go, uh, Tim Davis. Um, I believe you're still out there in Texas. So, uh, what is your favorite thing to do? It's very Texas specific. Do you guys do sauce down there? We'll see if he comments. He's in chat. He's probably on a 12 minute delay. <laughs> yes, sir. He made some, oh, that's he made some one sec, like last minute brisket last night. I saw on Twitter. It looked great. There you go. 
I do follow Tim Davis. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, salt, pepper, and heat. There you go. He, he is a master griller. No question about that. Brisket. He says brisket, salt, pepper, and heat. Got it. There you go. All right, with that, we're past the hour. So, guys, thanks a lot for coming here. Good luck with the rest of your week your week, and get everything done. Uh, we'll be here on Tuesday for keynotes. Uh, do we know what time the keynote starts on the on our U.S.? I know it starts in the U.S. So 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Or, next yeah. Tuesday. Uh, go register for VMworld. I know we're at um, – 70,000, I think this year uh, have registered and we have really looked for quality registrations this year. So I expect us to get 70,000 people coming to VMworld. We didn't do a lot of spam this year when it comes to getting reg. We really focused on quality engagement registration. So 70,000 at this moment, we might pass up into 80s to 90s to 100, depending on uh, how much late reg we've get throughout the year. Feel free to tweet out, share with your friends, get them to come learn a little bit about what VMworld is about and uh, our, our great product for VMware. Till then, everybody have a great rest of your week and we'll be back again next week to do a summary of what happened. Talk to you soon. Bye.